You're listening to Do That Well with your hosts, Brenda Brown and Karen Thrall, a podcast about real experiences and how to turn them into life lessons. Unscripted, honest, funny, genuine, and passionate. A series of conversations where we explore every aspect of human interaction and provoke each other to do life well. Here we go. (laughs) All right. So on this episode, I am really wanting to talk about the importance of slowing down. So it's in the forefront of my mind. It's something that I've been thinking about a lot, something I'm trying to practice more. So we did forest bathing and, you know, and now we're going to do this thing on slowing down. And I do want to talk about when is it good to have that urgency and when is it not healthy? When is it, what's the difference between being fast and being rushed? Mm-hmm. You know, that those like, when do we fool ourselves and we think, oh, we're, we're just, you know, oh, I just got a lot on my plate. I'm getting it done. Like, which, which could be great. But then when is it rushed and rushed? Actually, rush causes us to make mistakes. It can create anxiety and things like that. So I would like to practice in my life slowing down. Mm -hmm. And it's really bizarre how much I'm so aware of it. And it's cracking me up because I'm constantly a lot saying, Karen, slow down, Karen. (laughs) just, just slow down. And I was like, wow, it's so ingrained in me to speed things up. And I'm having memories of so many times just just rushing through stuff. (laughs) It's a game. I don't know. So anyway, so I really want to talk about, and I'd love to hear your perspective. And you also brought up some things about slowing down that I thought was really good too. Yeah, no, I'm I'm interested to talk about this. I personally in my life find I also have a hard time slowing down, but on the other side of that coin, I also sometimes have a hard time starting. So mm-hmm. I feel like for me, there's not an in-between and I'm struggling to find that balance. So I'm really mm-hmm. curious mm-hmm. as we dive into this conversation, I, I would like my personal goal is to see if we can talk about what happens in that in-between place as well. Cause yeah, I, I don't I love think that. I'm alone in this kind of all or nothing. Mm. Like you're either completely zoned out. You're not doing anything. You're like zombie watching Netflix <laughs> or I'm like, go, 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 go. 110% on everything. <laughs> and neither of those seem like the most optimal way of being. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is good. Okay. So mine, so I, Brenda, you're saying, I'm either going to like chill out <laughs> if I'm understanding it, or I'm like running. Like there's like, I'm either like it's game is on or I'm like, ah, popcorn in a movie. <laughs> exactly. Is that, is that okay? Yeah. And then mine is, so that's, we're going to, let's do that one. So we're going to do that one. And then the second one thing we're also going to do is mine is I'm like, <laughs> why? Why? Why am I doing things so speedily? And I want to slow down and I'm finding it's causing me anxiety. And I don't. And I mean, what's weird is because I have this other side of me that loves to go for walks and one with nature. And I love all that. But it, it's actually exposing in me more and more that I've got this, this thing that it's time to tell myself, hey, slow down. Even saying it makes me all calm. Okay, so we're going to do those two. We're going to do those two. Let's start with yours because I, because it's more fun. (laughs) (laughs) So 
All right. So tell me, um, we're going to try this out. Tell me, what would you want to see happen? And, and again, listeners are relating. Like, we're going to assume that 50% of listeners are relating to you and 50% are going to relate to me. So we're going to cover as many people as possible. So <laughs> what what do you what do you really wish would happen? How do you see like the perfect scenario or the perfect vibe? I think for me, the perfect scenario uh, is one where is this, is this a time management issue? I don't know. (laughs) I think it's one where I don't necessarily always feel a sense of urgency I think that's really where it stems from because when I'm not doing anything, if it's chill out and watch a movie or zone out, it's probably because I'm trying to avoid the urgency or I've gone so hard with the rushing and and being more of the Karen person. <laughs> then I, I, it's not a choice. Like I have to just completely shut my brain off because I'm, it's such a high anxiety place that I just crash so I think the perfect, you know, the perfect scenario for me is this balance of can I do things if if there is a time frame or a time limit, can I do them with some swiftness, but without feeling that sense of urgency and that anxiety and this uh, almost feeling like someone's going to come down on me with, you know, a ruler on my hand if I don't keep up this unsustainable level yeah. of yeah yes okay because I remember I've always felt this way like we have our a game and we've talked about this before but sometimes we have an m game or x game or g game like it's not we're not always in the top of the top but the pressure to perform at that high level and I know there's in the professional world once you hit a quota the quota gets increased so it's never quite you never quite just arrive. You arrive for a moment, everybody applauds you, and then they push you. Okay, now let's go to the next, go to the next. And there's that, when do we just stop and enjoy the moment and then refuel without feeling like I have to do this, I have to be this thing again. Like it's it's almost, it's becoming the new norm, mm-hmm. this fast urgency Thing. So for you, for you to like go, I'm totally shut down. I got nothing. Does it create shame? Like, could it be that you just need to stop doing it because you just ran at high, such high speed? I think, yes, I, I do think there's like a shame, an element of shame. I think there's an element of guilt. Um, and then I suppose for me as well, I I don't want to feel like I'm getting all the way to that point that it's my only choice is to take a vacation from the urgency, right? Like, it seems like I should be able to take a weekend from my sense of urgency, but not a full on, like, full stop because it's, and like you said, and then it's looming over me that I'm going to have to go back to it. I have to go back to the (sighs) person. So I'm always flip-flopping. It's always one or the other. And I want to find the middle ground. Wow. So you see urgency, I think. You see an urgency as something you return to. Mm-hmm. See, and this is what I'm saying. Urgency is not a lifestyle. We are Have we turned it into a lifestyle? Right. Like for you to think about that, you were thinking, 
I have to go back to that. Like, how did that even come into our existence that right. we would go back to urgency? Exactly. Because it shouldn't be when, when I just decide that I need to decompress, I shouldn't yeah. feel like this is my vacation from urgency. When I have <laughs> yeah. to go back to urgency on yeah. Monday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, urgency, I'm going to, the definition is uh, from the Oxford dictionary. It's important and it needs swift action. That's what urgent means. Urgent is something that's important and requires swift action. Hmm. So are we trying to make everything important? Not only not only important, but also it's so important that we have to act on it immediately. What what makes us see too much of life as this is important? I have to act on it immediately, and then like it feels like you know we know that retails this way, shop you know sales is this way, corporate quotas are this way, um, our our quality of life is this way everything's drive-throughs and pickups and you know curbside pickups so it's in us it's in this thing and then you've got european cultures where there's a siesta or you know you have like south south america cultures where there's a siesta and but we don't have those we don't even we like we do not have siestas And it's it's so interesting as I hear you, as I'm listening to you, um, this idea of important, but then also that it needs to be done quickly. Mm-hmm. And and I'm really I'm I'm really thinking about that. You really got me stuck on that. <laughs> is it that we're just saying that everything is so important? Yes. Because it's I mean. Sure, our lives are important, but it, it's mm. that combination of is it so important that it also needs to be done immediately? Exactly. Exactly. This concept is really blowing <laughs> my mind right now because I'm like, well, yeah, things are important, but no, they don't need to be done immediately. And then on that other side of that coin, there are going to be times where things will be yeah. need, need to be done immediately, but it's almost as if we've lost our gauge. Like we've mm. lost our ability to be able to discern between those things. Because as you mm. said, we, we do live in a culture where everything's this instant gratification, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's drive-throughs, there's, there's streaming services. You can just watch the movie you want to watch as soon as it comes mm. out. You know, on our, on our phones, we've gotten so used to being able to text someone and we, we expect an immediate response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it becomes urgent. Right. All of a sudden, if you don't get the text response within a few hours, that the your brain goes into urgency, anxiety, panic. What's wrong? Are they okay? Like, did I upset them? Was it something you read your text? Like, even that. How did we get programmed? How did we come a society that we are in, we are including urgency in all we do? So my quirky story is. Um, I just, I couldn't believe it. Well, I mean, there's so many, I have so many stories because it's, it's in the forefront of my mind, right? Like you, if I'm going to buy a red car and all of a sudden all I see is red cars kind of thing, right? right? So <laughs> it's in the forefront of my mind. And I was unloading the dishwasher. This was just a few days ago. I was unloading the dishwasher and I, so fast. <laughs> and I realized how loud it is to unload a dishwasher quickly. It's really loud. 
you know, you put, you, like you pull all the plates together and you yank them out or whatever, and they make clink, 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 clink. And then you put them and you open clink, 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 like the whole thing. And I went, wow, like, Karen, slow down. So I just, just slow down. And I forced myself to do one item at a time, walk over, put the fork in, come back. I, it was, I was, it was, at first I was like, oh, this is, this is painful. <laughs> like to just, it was so slow, but then it felt good because it wasn't, it was an important thing to do, but it wasn't, it didn't need swift action. Mm-hmm. It was an important thing to do to get your kitchen all nice and clean and get a dishwasher empty for the, you know, and the next time we have to eat dishes, it isn't, but it didn't need swift action. And the wild thing, Brenda, is the noise changed and I could hear the outside sounds of the birds because I was just going slowly. Mm-hmm. And then and now I was like, wow, this is, and I felt better. It was, I felt better. So it was important without swiftness. Right. And I, I want that back in my life. And because I'm doing a lot on nervous energy right now, like my whole summer months is studying this internal nervous energy and I keep finding these gold nuggets. And this is one of them is slowing down, you know, and the, the, the sounds, the sounds are different even mm-hmm. when you slow down. So, okay, your turn. I, Tag, tag, you're it. I was just going to say, I I think we perhaps have touched on our first takeaway here, right? Is this idea of when you find yourself in this space where you're starting to get anxious or feeling, you know, really urgent or whatever it may be, do we need to ask ourselves, is this important? Does it need swift action? Mm-hmm. for me, that's like a really good starting point in this conversation. Yeah. If, if you yeah. find yourself in that high anxiety place, you're typing a thousand words per minute, per minute you know, everything needed to get done yesterday. Can, yes. can you just stop and sit and ask yourself, is this important? Does it require swift action? And let that inform the next steps you take in that activity. Mm-hmm. Because you're also communicating to your body. Your body is going to kick into gear. But if your body, if you go, it doesn't require swift action, your body's going to go, okay. I, I just wonder if it if physically, if we if if we would notice a much slower pace in what we do, for me anyway, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I actually wear it with pride a little bit that I can really get through things fast and I don't know anymore like I'm going oh like I'm not going to throw it all away but I don't know anymore if being known for getting things done quickly (laughs) I don't know anymore if that's what I want to be known for right so this is the other thing that you and I did talk about offline if you will (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but bringing it to the podcast So in this conversation, my mind really naturally goes to this idea of how in our Western civilization, in the U.S. specifically, let's talk about, because that's where we're living, and Canada. We can include Canada. Uh, (laughs) uh, But this idea that we are a very results-driven society. We are very achievement-based. We're, you know, we like to really talk about our successes. And those are the things that a lot of us are going towards or really will define our lives in a way. We we define ourselves by our achievements. And in this conversation, my mind can't help 
but go to this idea of what happens if you start to take away some of that? Does everything need to be results-based? Does everything need to be an achievement? Can we sit in the space where it's about the process or about the journey to get to the end rather than just the end result? Because I think when we when it's appropriate, when we can let go of this idea of having to get to a result or having to get to an achievement, then we can free up some of that time and, and you lose some of that sense of urgency because it's no longer, it no longer needs to be completed with swiftness if it's not a goal that needs to be achieved in X amount of days. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's where my mind starts to wander a bit too in this conversation as well. Mm And so this whole thing on results, we, if you put a time limit, then it's, you create a result. Like for some reason, results and time are one and the same. I think in my mind they are because how many times do you hear like, what's your five-year plan or what are you, what are you trying to achieve in the next year? What's your goal? When we talked about resolutions even, what's your resolution for this year? And I feel that most of the time, and I can't say all of the time, of course, but I think that most of the time when we have a goal or a result or an achievement that we're trying to go to, we do put a time limit on it. We'll say, I want to achieve this goal by September 2nd. Which is why I did catch myself earlier and I asked, perhaps this is a time management issue. <laughs> well, uh, but I don't necessarily they, no, think. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're two different topics. I do. I agree. Thank I you do. for the reassurance, yeah, Karen. Yeah, I think this is about what, what is it's a, what you coined when you said, when you took the definition made into a call to action. What is it about us that says, it's important with swift action. Right. And so then we go into results and you're, you're saying like, but we do that with results. Mm-hmm. Even our results are important with swift action. Why can't they just be important? Why can't right. our results just be important without swift action? Exactly. And, and then we put, we put this time pressure and then it becomes swift action. <laughs> right. And, and, I, and I do. And I think, and perhaps that's where rather than, seeing it as a result or an achievement, we just want to think again more about the journey or the things that you're going to learn from it. So if I take this into an example, let's say that I want to learn to speak Spanish. That is not something I'm actively doing. I'm just using that as an example. But there's a difference between me saying, I would like to learn Spanish uh, this year. So in 2021, I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish. So there's a difference between saying that and saying, I want to learn to speak Spanish. I'm very curious about the language. I think that it'd be really fun to be able to utilize it on occasion if I go on vacations or with my friends that speak Spanish. Uh, I think it'd just be a very enriching experience for myself. I like the idea of exercising my brain in a new way and trying to learn a language. So it's the same thing in the sense that in both scenarios, I want to learn to speak Spanish. But in the first scenario, I'm like putting this deadline on it and I'm telling myself that it's mm-hmm. an achievement that I have to get, have. But in the second scenario, I'm just looking at it 
as to all the benefits and all of the things that I'm going to get out of the process of learning Spanish. Mm -hmm. When we put time as the reward, I will learn Spanish. This time next year, I'm fluent in Spanish. And we put that time metric as a reward. Mm -hmm. That is a lot. That's putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to accomplish something that we can't promise or guarantee that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go sideways for just a second here, segue yeah. and then come back. So in my in the sports, um, what I when I was thinking about slowing down, they, for example, golf, my swing is slow, but it goes straight and far. But if my swing is fast, the chances of it going to the right, to the left, or uh, you know, just not really hitting the ball is going to be higher risk for me. And what I've noticed is the, more, the slower I play, the faster my game is. And it's and I because I'm really reflecting on the slow down, I'm also uh, practicing on the golf course. And these last three games, I've slowed down and my game sped up. Wow. That much, right? That's so crazy. So then I was looking at sports. And uh, the, Earl Monroe, who's an NBA player, I have the quote right here, former NBA player, back in the day, uh, he says, just be patient. Let the game come to you. Don't rush. Be quick, but don't hurry. Hmm. See, I, like that is a profound statement. Yeah. So if you look at like what you're saying about results, don't rush, be quick, but don't hurry. And that... And so with me, like when I slow down and you think, and these athletes will talk about being in the flow and when they're in the flow, it's like time stands still. Mm-hmm. They're not aware of time. They all of a sudden they're so into these professionals are so into the game. They've lost track of time. It's not about time. They, it's everything's working. They just, they've got it. And, and I think, wow, like they, they're in the zone and you think, wow, like think about the times you've been in the zone. Right. And it's just, it, everything slows down around you, but yet everything speeds up. And I want that. And I think that's the opposite of urgency. Mm-hmm. I think that's the opposite of results. I think that, like, what is that? And I, I really want that for my life. How do we get there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm sitting here thinking, well, I want that too. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so pretend we're professional athletes and we want to get in the zone. What does a professional athlete do to be able to even have that space, that to create that space for themselves? I think that there's an element of, uh, what's what am I trying to say? It, there's this element of um, competing against oneself, I think, that a lot mm-hmm. of athletes have like your personal best mm-hmm. they're, play- they're playing their personal best right or they're like, committed to their personal best right versus mm. um an external yeah. force and i think that that can perhaps come into play in our conversation with time right because when we're thinking about time or urgency i think a lot of times that is being driven by an external force whoa rather than being internally driven for ourselves. Uh, so those are a couple things <gasps> in mind for me. Wow. The urgency 
to complete um, results is the pressure from the outside coming towards us. Mm-hmm. An athlete has an internal force that goes from the inside out. Right. So now we go on a whole topic of people pleasing and accommodating. <laughs> like, like, I mean, this is a spider web. Totally. But, but slowing everything down is actually for an athlete, if we can use that, I love the language, is waking up the internal force. Mm-hmm. Which is so true because in golf, the more I'm confident, the better I play. So the more I'm really connected here and I welcome all the sounds, I welcome the noise, I welcome everything, the better, the better I can play. So that there's something about external force versus internal force. So urgency, and it's important with swift action, is coming at us. So because I'm thinking, going along with, I'm going to go with this. So I think the second takeaway is the internal force. We're going to, I love, I love your Star Wars. We're just going to go with the internal force, be with you. <laughs> May the internal force be with you. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, I think that's the second takeaway. Is, is this coming from within this importance? Is, is it coming, if it's coming from within, slowing down will move you faster if it's coming from without and you're feeling the outside pressures, you're going to hurry and rush. And all of a sudden this pressure to rush and get it done and meet that deadline is going to, it's going to have that kind of impact on you. Mm -hmm. So the reason I like that is for me, um, again, I'm talking about my nervous energy. And when I slow down that one of the things that lifts off of me is the nervous energy. Hmm. And so when I when I did the dishwasher and I slowed down, my my nervous energy started dissipating because I was putting this pressure on myself to be move so quickly. For what? Where was I going? Like, what <laughs> right. was I going to do next? That was so important. But it's a habit I've created that I'm supposed to move through things quickly. Well, of course, like we do in Do That Well Fashion here, we've taken on a big topic in a short amount of time. (laughs) But today in this conversation, for me, I really want to go back to the first thing that we discovered, this idea of when it comes to urgency, is the task at hand, is it important, and does it require swift action? I think asking yourself that question when you are starting to feel anxious or you're starting to feel like you have to rush through something, if you can ask yourself those questions, is it important? Does it require swift action? And if the answer is no to one of those questions, then you can Mm -hmm. likely take a breath, slow it down, remove the urgency. Mm -hmm. That, That for me that's a really big light bulb moment Mm -hmm. in this, Mm -hmm. in this topic. Mm -hmm. It's really well said. And the second one is um, if there's a, if you're feeling the pressure from external, like your, your swiftness, this feeling of urgency and time and results is based on what's coming at you. Take care of the internal, make sure that um, you are, 
maybe taking more time if you have no control over that if it's work related or something like that if it's relationship related you do have more control over that because in relationships it's not about urgency in a relationship so if you're feeling this pressure of urgency in a relationship wow like pause pause and find that internal like you said the internal force may the internal force be with you <laughs> find that and slow that down that's what i'm practicing i'm practicing slowing that way down and and it's allowing me to listen and hear sounds and and be more aware of it's just been wonderful but it's really slowing my steps and yeah breathing i think too mm-hmm. we did we i think we did talk yeah. about that here and there but we didn't yeah. really name it as a point and i do want to throw that one in at the end like, it's so true Breathe, take a deep Mm -hmm. breath, slow Mm -hmm. your breath down and, Mm -hmm. and just take a moment every now and then. All right. Well, thank you all for coming on this journey with us today on Do That Well. I know that I learned a few new things and I'm excited Mm -hmm. to practice this, this slowing down, this idea Mm -hmm. of what happens when we try to relieve ourselves of some of the urgency in life. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll be back next week with a new topic. Thanks for listening.